Welcome to the Sports on Tap podcast. It's your boys, the two brothers, as always. I'm Sammy on Tap. And I'm George on Tap with George Arjour. What's going on, Sam? How are we doing today? Fantastic, man. Couldn't be better. NFL playoff time. Kind of a sad time and a happy time at the same time. Uh, it's exciting that the NFL playoffs are starting, but it's also like, you know, it's a little sad that the year's coming to, to an end sooner than later. Yeah, you know, it's always like bittersweet, right? Like, okay, playoffs, like you said, are here. You still feel like it was yesterday when the season just started and it was so exciting. And it really, really, really feels like yesterday when Russell Wilson and the Broncos came to Seattle for Russ's return to Seattle. I, it does not feel like a whole season has gone by yet. Yeah, it, it flew by. But it is what it is. We have Wild Card Weekend coming up, which... Actually, sorry, we don't have wild card weekend, George. We have super wild card weekend, which means we have games on Saturday and on Sunday and a Monday game on a holiday on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, it all kind of, you know, works out beautifully. Like, it's it's a lot of football, and that makes me happy. Yeah, man. Super wild card weekend. Kind of love it. Super wild card weekend. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Is it the best weekend in sports? We're going to talk a little bit about Odell Beckham, why he's kicked off the plane. Um and we're going to talk about what is on the wish list for every NFL team, which isn't exciting as well. And at the end, we'll do our Am I the Asshole? But those that are listening um, on the podcast is also live on YouTube. And those are watching on YouTube, you can also find the podcast everywhere. It is the Sports on Tap podcast. Um, and it's the Sports on Tap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. So if you're looking for us in any way, shape, or form, just type in the Sports on Tap or at the Sports on Tap when it's on social media and uh, you can find us there. So please, any support means the world. And George, uh, I think we're starting with is super wild card weekend, the best weekend in sports. And it's an excellent question because there's so many different great weekends in sports in general. You have the weekends like the Super Bowl weekend. Some people like it, but it's one game March madness. It's a bunch of games. Um, but, 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 I do have to say Super Wild Card Weekend is the best weekend in all of sports because I think the NFL is the biggest, the biggest sport, obviously, in any, anything in the United States. And it's single elimination and there's the most games. We got three days packed of games versus like other game weeks. It's not the most games and it's not the only one that's single elimination because you did mention March Madness, which has more games and also single elimination. I mean, most football games. Well, that's just the one sport. So obviously, yeah. it's giving the most football games. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, I meant the most games on a single elimination weekend in the biggest sport in the United States. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but yeah, sort of. So and that's where it's like, you know, there's other sports that have maybe some more crazy weekends. March Madness, the first weekend, uh, when it comes to the whole single elimination, like we said, when it comes to. You know, there's like 10 games on Thursday and Friday and 10 games on Saturday and Sunday. It might be an even bigger weekend. Now, this is where it gets kind of weird. What if there was that weekend that we're missing that I know there is and I, and I can't figure out what weekend that is. But I know there's some weekend like in October where it's, you know, like the the World Series is playing. It's also like week two of the NFL and the NBA just started, you know, like that week of sports, whenever that is yeah, now, has way less implications, but it, it really depends if you have a favorite sport because that weekend, whatever that weekend is when like all the major sports are happening might be even bigger for those people that if football is not their one favorite sport. Right. So I think it's, if you're a football fan, like that's your favorite sport or, you know, this is a lot of people love football. This probably is your favorite weekend. But for those that, you know, maybe love baseball and basketball and football and NHL and NASCAR, those weekends that have like the sports equinox where it's like mm -hmm. all the sports might mean more to some people than Super Wildcard Weekend. Because if your team's not in this Wildcard Weekend and you're one of those team specific guys, then this weekend doesn't mean as much, obviously. You know, one thing you said there that kind of sparked my interest, Sammy, was okay, we're talking about Super Wildcard Weekend in general. 
and you talked about the sports equinox. Here's a problem with Super Wild Card Weekend. There's nothing on Friday. That Equinox Weekend and March Madness you're talking about is Friday, Saturday, and Thursday, and Sunday, and sometimes Thursday is not a weekend, so I'm not going to count it. But Friday, the weekend is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. People off work fr- fr- Friday night. You can watch games late. You know what? I- I'm going to retract that. I think either the Sports Equinox or March Madness because you have that three days. I know. I guess this is Martin Luther King Weekend. Also, so I guess you can kind of say this is like a three-day weekend. It is. It's not kind of. It is. I know, but it's but, but Super Wild Card Weekend doesn't always fall on Martin Luther King weekend. So it just happened to be this this year. Oh, uh, we didn't ask. Is this always the best weekend in sports? We said, is this the best weekend in sports? So as of right now, you could say it is because it's a holiday weekend. But I guess on this year, it it could be. But th- then again, there's a lot of people, man, that prefer Super Bowl weekend. Right. And that's maybe their thing because they love the Super Bowl and they're not necessarily a, a person that wants to sit. You know, it's maybe different for us to watch every single game that's happening. Right. There's a lot of people out there that don't have the time on Saturday and Sunday while they have kids, families, wives, uh, husbands, whoever's watching to watch every single game from morning till night. So for us, I can see people like me and you. This could be the best weekend ever because we're going to sit and watch 48 hours of like straight football. But I, I could see how for some people, maybe like a March Madness is more fun when, you know, people at work, like, you know, how a lot of companies put March Madness on the screen on Thursday and Friday right. and you come home and, you know, you can, you're on your apps looking at all those game cast things while all the games are going at it once on the weekend. So there's, there's a lot of options, but shit, man, wildcard weekend is pretty great. And, and is if we didn't have two specific injuries this weekend, this weekend would have been one of the best like football weekends in a long time. Right. You, you have the, you know, you have the Cowboys versus Tom Brady. You have, you, I mean, you would have had like Tua with the dolphins against Josh Allen and the bills. You would have had, uh, Lamar Jackson versus Joe Burrow, but Lamar's not playing, but still without those guys going, like you have like a Vikings giants two kind of like American like long time NFL teams. You have Seahawks right. 49ers, a rivalry. You have a, a lot of those just like really great matchups. I just wish if Lamar and Tua were playing, we were talking about like every single game being a pretty like cool big time matchup and a lot of division rivals as well. Yeah, no, totally. Um, yeah, you're right. It kind of sucks. There was remember that one year where we had like Connor Cook for the Raiders starting versus I think TJ Yates of the Texans. Like sometimes the injuries at the end of a year kind of sucks with these like lower teams like the Dolphins, uh that barely snuck into the playoffs, the Ravens who sputtered into the playoffs, and all of a sudden you have like players like Huntley starting. You got players like uh Whoever who's starting, starting for the Dolphins. Skyler Thompson starting. Yeah, it it, it, it kind of can suck at some point. Yeah, but for the most part, all of the matchups are pretty cool, which is something I'm excited about. I mean, without with those two injuries still not happening, you have a really nice rivalry, NFC rivalry with the Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, and it's exciting for us, obviously, because we're from Seattle and we're Seahawks fans, but we also have the exciting Brady versus the Cowboys. Like that's Tom Brady's never lost to the Cowboys. Now he gets them at home on Monday night football, Martin Luther King's day on super wildcard weekend. Like, that's a that's ratings galore. The NFL is so happy that matchup happened. Yeah, man. Uh, and ESPN is. I feel like ESPN always gets like last year they got the uh, Cardinals versus Rams, and that was just an absolute blowout. So like I, in general, Monday Night Football has been kind of a dud for the most part all season, and I feel like forever. It's been like two years of duds on Monday Night Football. So hopefully, this, excuse me, this one lives up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's the playoffs, so could be different. Oh yeah, absolutely. The the playoff matchups are more likely to be good than the Monday night football matchups that they guess seventeen weeks prior when they hit the schedule. Actually, more than seventeen weeks prior, like the like a year prior, the schedule just came out, right? So like, and soon they'll be picking the dates. Like they, they sometimes, I wish they could kind of pick the dates. I know they can flex sometimes, but I feel like the NFL should like release the schedule half the year and then the other half release the other half of the schedule with the implications of like what days the games are um, for Monday night purposes, for Saturday games, for Sunday night purposes. Cause 
There's not that, that many. Yeah, there's not that many people that are like booking flights for week 15 schedule. Well, and if like, you are, if you are, you know the opponent week 15. But like, at least I don't know. Maybe don't. I don't know. Or then mix it up, right? Like, because if it's a close division, you want the two teams playing each other. I don't know how it could work, but you agree, right? Like, it'd be cool if it wasn't just like these sh- shitty like matchups late in the year on Monday Night Football, and you can't change it anymore. Right. I mean, you can change Sunday night. You can flex Sunday night. I mean, it's. I know it's a 24-hour difference in a whole different day, but if people are for traveling purpose, maybe some people are taking a late flight out on Sunday night anyway. So, like, if you flex a game, they're going to not be able to do it, right? Anyway, like, so, or they miss a game. If that's why people are worried about, like, changing Monday night football. I don't get, oh, what what are you talking about? I'm saying, let's say someone wanted to go to Seattle to watch a Seahawks game, thinking it's going to end at five o'clock, and they take an eight thirty flight out. It's not like it, but then they flex it; they're still going to miss the game. So even if it's like Monday night, like a lot of people do, do travel plans early, but some people might be flying out Sunday night. So like, if it's flexed out, you're still going to miss the flight. Oh, you're saying that already happens pretty much. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. it already happens. And for most people, if that's your situation, like you can change your flight. You know, right. If, you, if right. you have the money to fly out for a football game, if I'm paying already like a thousand bucks to get on a flight to go watch a football game, I should be able to like flex that for another one night at the hotel because it got moved to another day. Right. That that's my, that's not, you're what probably I'm making the wrong financial decision by flying out to a football game that you can't afford. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we some people. No, I mean the poor, like some people, like maybe they can't get their fri- they can't get a Monday off. They they don't have like vacation days. Like Monday does add a little like twist to the whole like, entire scenario, I guess. I mean, still, you're flying if you're flying like cross nation for a football game. It's you probably have enough. You probably have a good enough job where maybe you can flex one day out or use a sick day if you're flying across. Maybe. It's expensive. You know, it costs like two thousand bucks to get on a flight across country, right. hotel, plane tickets. That's not like a, you know, that's not a, that's like the whole month of a guy making nine dollars an hour. So it's yeah. that's very rare scenario. I feel like, yeah, I guess so. That's why the NFL is not really worried about that, bro. Like so, yeah. uh, that's why I don't understand if they can flex Sunday night games. They shouldn't really be worried about flexing any games, right? Like, it, what's what's the difference? Yeah, no, I mean, I think you should be able to flex them. I agree with you completely, but I'm just trying to find reasons in my head to say, hey, I wonder why they haven't done it yet. Who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe one day that we will look at back at this and say, hey, the NFL now flexes Monday and Thursday night games. You never know. Thursday needs them, but actually Thursday night games anyway should probably be eliminated at some point. Uh, just the injuries, the quality of the games, uh, time, like... I, Anyways, Thursdays, I feel like was never the best idea. And, you know, there's there's some beauty that's speaking of Thursdays. I always thought there is some beauty to the fact that the less days of football makes it more white or makes it more like wanted. Right. Like even this coming weekend, it's a lot of football, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. It's not as what's the right words. Like it's not as meaningful to me sometimes when football's on like three, four days a week. I don't need a Thursday night game. Neither do I. I like Sunday and then my one Monday night game. Me too. I like the scarcity of it. That's the word I was thinking of. Yeah. Is it scarcity or scarcity? Scarcity. I have no idea. I, you, yeah. know, I, you know what <laughs> I mean. I'm usually the one who butchers uh, the um, the pronunciation of words. I think it's scarcity, but maybe it's scarcity. I have no idea. I, I don't know either. I just said, yeah, I have no idea. So... I I don't know uh, what the right word is. That's why I almost didn't say it the first time. But now, then I, I was like, fuck it. I'll give it a try. Like, let's see. It's scarcity or scarcity. But that's why they, you know, I don't even know what we're talking about. You threw me off. So Something about flexed in Monday night football games. Well, I guess let's go no, back to I that. Ma- saying, that's the yeah. reason I like, I like uh, football to be less days because it makes it more unique and more like of this passionate thing that I want to. Like, oh my God, yay, Sunday's here, right? Not like, oh, Thursday's here and Saturday and Sunday and Monday's here. Mm-hmm. Football's cool because that's why it's like a holiday for most people, I feel like. Yeah. And I think, I mean, <laughs> with so much money involved, unfortunately, we're going to probably have Thursday night football forever. But I do agree with you. I would like to get rid of it. Yeah, but, but go back to that main question. All right. So, is Super Bowl, is this the best weekend in sports? I want to ask you real quickly. If you had to choose, is this the best one or what's your choice? 
I don't know. Do I have to come up with a choice? Yeah, there's come up with a choice. What's your favorite weekend of sports in the year? Like, it's. I mean, this is not like you know. There's nothing on the line here. You can change your mind later on in life. It just go okay. to your head. Then I'll just say, sure, it's the best weekend of sports. Actually, I'll say March Madness just March to make May. it fun. Okay, I think uh, you convinced me otherwise. I think it's that weekend you told me earlier that Equinox weekend when we get the World Series, college uh, football. And um, and the NFL at the same exact time. And NBA. And NBA. Like, you're right. And, that's, and NHL, probably. And, and probably, like, that is the best weekend in sports. I think you were right. I, my, my mind had been changed. I was going into this with Super Wild Card Weekend, and now I left with the Equinox Weekend because, you're man, that, that is a lot of fun sports going on. It's a lovely amount of football, but it's also a lot of football. Oh yeah, at the same time, like like almost too much. Even though it's awesome, like it's not even a complaint when I say it's too much football, because it is kind of too much football, but in a good way. Do you know yeah, what I'm absolutely. saying? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And that's but uh, and you get college too. Like there's no college. Jump. I, I like it. I'm with you. Equinox weekend, and it's also usually right around my birthday. Yeah, seriously. Um, George, we're going on a new new topic, okay? All right. Because right. I have some breaking news. It's actually not that breaking. It's, oh. it's not. It's not. Well, it is breaking news, but it's not like, it's not that serious. But it's kind of interesting. Okay. Uh, and it's an NBA topic. We weren't going to do NBA, but I, I wanted to mention this because I just saw right now on Twitter, um, Kyrie Irving just had his Instagram account suspended, which is very interesting because um, he's suspended for. Uh, they said for 30 days. Yeah, there are 30 days remaining to disagree with this decision. We suspended your account on January 12, 2023. Kyrie put it on some account called K-E-K-Art. I don't know. Maybe it's like an art page. I have no idea. It's Kyrie Irving. He said, they suspended my Kyrie Irving account. I don't know why, nor do I care to know the reason why. Tribe, my tribe. Make sure you all are paying attention to everything that's going on. Stand firm no matter what. So this is a classic Kyrie situation where, you know, He's like posting about it because he cares, but he's saying he doesn't care. But, but he cares. But he cares. But I agree with Kyrie. I do too. Like it doesn't matter. But also, like, pay attention to what's happening. Now, I'm not one of those, like, I'm not on the woke side of media to cancel people. And I'm not on the side of like conspiracy theories, like, look what's happening. The world's collapsing right before our eyes. Like, there's a, I'm somewhere in the middle. But it is interesting that Kyrie's account got suspended. Um, he's probably like the first. You know, we're st- we've seen a couple of these things happen in the last year or two with Donald Trump, with Kanye West, now Kyrie Irving. The Matrix might be after Kyrie Irving. They might be after him. He, Andrew Tate is another one that happened. There, there's a lot of people that are starting to get into this. A lot of famous people, which is rare. They're starting to get into these issues of companies like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, suspending them. Now, my question is like... <laughs> I, or I wonder why Kyrie is not like, I feel like done something. So he's not like sitting there, like, you know, saying some crazy things every single day to get his account suspended. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even like, can't even recall a post by Kyrie Irving. He posts you know I mean? like about basketball. And yeah. yeah but like nothing, like I, I, I can't remember one. Like usually like when Kanye West was, getting suspended everywhere there was like a, i mean we, we all knew why when yeah you know and stuff like that but like with Kyrie, i'm not aware of any posts well, he's done on Instagram. obviously the reason he got suspended that was on instagram hmm. was that on instagram i thought it was on twitter i thought he uh, retweeted it that was on instagram he posted on his story the that movie he posted a review on his instagram story so that was like one month ago okay, a month and I a half ago it seems like a long time, like usually, yeah. you know. <laughs> and there was an Instagram story about a movie where, you know, uh, half the people agreed with them, half the people didn't, right? Now, this is where, like, like I said, I'm not part of this woke mob. I'm not part of the other mob. I'm yeah. just like, if you go through, like, what most people say, some people were really offended by what he posted. Some people weren't. Um, oh, yeah. It just seems like a weird one-time incident that you know he got suspended for a couple games if it was really that serious he would have been suspended much longer and now he's getting suspended from instagram kind of weird it's actually i feel like it's just an interesting topic of conversation we've starting to see a lot of celebrities this is the first like athlete though i feel like we've seen actually be suspended from a social media account yeah unless you want to consider andrew tate a athlete since he was a kickboxer but i, I, I but i do not personally no, he's, a, he's an influencer 
Yeah. Um, yeah, no, really interesting. I'm sur- I- I'm actually really surprised. That's more that's my only take. I didn't even know about this. Uh I mean, I don't really care. I don't even know if I follow Kyrie Irving on Instagram or not. Um yeah, just in just weird, man. Uh I don't understand some of these social media policies, especially that it took so long, like like a month before they did this to him. I mean, that's all I can really say. It is interesting though, because athletes maybe we're living in this new world where like stuff like this is gonna happen more often. And Kyrie's kind of one of the first, and then Kanye was before him. And the same maybe we're living in this whole new world where a lot of more celebrities and stuff are gonna be re- like we went from celebrities are being really closed off, they weren't able to do anything where like they had no platform to having yeah, this they platform. never spoke because they, they didn't have spoke. a platform. Yeah, and now now they speak all the time, and maybe now we're gonna have consequences of speaking. I, I don't know. I mean, that's I guess my only thought is maybe this is gonna be the new norm. Yeah, what's tough for some athletes, like you know, if we could look back, I always say this, like if you look back at Michael Jordan, bro would have been in trouble so many times with this, this type of media, like seen at a casino the gay day before a game, like, oh right. my God, he was drinking. And like Michael Jordan maybe tweets something like aggressive, like not right. like, it's very and, possible. And and it's just funny because now I feel like as even though all these athletes have a platform, they like kind of don't because if they say something that, a certain large group of people disagree with, they can be in some deep shit, which is a very weird, like odd place to be in, right? Like, Oh, I can have a platform, but my platform has to be what other people want it to be. Not like actually what, what we want to say, cause you'll get in trouble. So it's a weird world we live in. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, we'll see if there'll be another athlete down the line. They'll have like almost the same thing happen to them. That's, but it is interesting. news. It is. Uh, see, so many people get canceled. You know, as I'm talking about this, George, did someone else just get canceled? No. Oh, but somebody that has been canceled in the past. Remember Miles Leonard? Yes, I do remember Miles Leonard. He's working out for the Lakers. Okay. He hasn't played since uh, January of 2021. He was suspended in March of 2020 for using anti-Semitic slur on live stream. Remember, and he yeah. he later apologized and spent time with Jewish leaders and immersed himself in Jewish community over the last couple of years, which the league has been aware of. This is two players back to back. I just had news on that had something to do with the Jewish community and anti-Semitic slurs. And a lot of these athletes, like I'm telling you like one wrong word, miles under hasn't played in this league for a year and a half. Yeah, and especially he's not the talent talent love of Kyrie, so it's like for him, oh, you said something wrong, like you're, you're out no of one's gonna sign you, pretty much out of a league if you do. So maybe he'll get another chance, but if he if this workout doesn't go good, maybe, maybe this could be his last won't. chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably won't if it doesn't end up signing with the Lakers here. It's a weird time. Ah, what an interesting world we live in. Absolutely. All right. Well, George, let's talk about the good stuff. What is are you ready? I am ready. What is on the wish list for every NFL team? I have a list of the teams. If you want me to just go AFC, then NFC. Yeah, let's go AFC, then NFC. I'm excited for this one. All right. And for those listening, at least from my perspective here, I think George will agree with this. I'm just going off the top of my head what do they need. Okay. Like, I don't know. I, I haven't really like deeply thought about any of them. Oh, I haven't thought about any of them. This is yeah. supposed to be like kind of like a rapid like ten, fire. Yeah. Like we're throwing out answers. Like imagine it's a trivia game and we're throwing out answers. I'm going to go AFC first, then NFC, and they're in alphabetical order by the city. So we're going to start, George, on the AFC side with the Baltimore Ravens. They need a, a psychiatrist. What does that mean? They need someone to sit and be a mediator between the team and Lamar Jackson, someone to go in there and make this situation a lot better. They just need a mediator. I don't know if a psychiatrist, like a marriage counselor. That's a better word. The, the Ravens need a marriage counselor. Okay. Or or a mediator. I feel like psychiatrist was a little aggressive, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know the word. I meant like marriage counselor. I was like, oh, that was a little aggressive, a psychiatrist. Okay, marriage counselor, mediator. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they need um for me on my end, they need um I'm trying to think what I don't want. They need to protect Lamar Jackson at all costs. So I think for them, there's two answers for me here. 
they need to get some offensive, make sure their offensive line is set and make sure they get some receivers and sign this contract with Lamar Jackson. Because then at the day, their franchise has been flowing the right way recently because of Lamar Jackson and kind of goes to your point. They have to find a way to mediate the situation and get him a contract signed and make sure he has the right pieces around him because their championship window is not that large, especially once you start paying a quarterback. Right. So mine's I, just their wish list is we got to find a way to protect Lamar Jackson. Okay, at all there costs. you go. I was going to say your wish list is a little long for a wish list. Like I, you get one present on Christmas, you don't get 27. Yeah, protecting him at all costs. Okay, I like so it. No, I like it. List. All right, fair. Secondly, we have the Buffalo Bills. A running back. Like, I feel like the team is perfect. They just don't have anyone to run the ball consistently. Mine's so random, but I, I think by God's grace, just give them a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's okay. their wish list. Like yeah. some prayers. They've had they've had the ups and downs with the DeMar Hamlin, Hamlin stuff this year. That was so yeah. sad. Uh, I feel like they're really playing for something special this year. And they lost, what, four Super Bowls back to back to back to back in the 90s. Um, and it's like the smallest city on this entire list. I just feel like this God needs to grace I think them with second the Super Bowl. smallest after Green Bay, but that's fair. Okay. That, uh, it's definitely smaller than or definitely second smallest. Yeah. But, you know, but I feel like Green Bay has been a winning city. So it's like, I feel like Buffalo is like the weird stepchild that's just up there in the NFL. Yeah, it's like, totally. just, I, I, my wish list is that God gives him some grace. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow, this is a tough one. They have a pretty damn good team. They have a good defense, good receivers, good running backs. Health. I'll tell you, mine is their wish list is improve the offensive line. Yeah. I was going to just say health. Just stay healthy. They they they're, they look at the Lord and they say, "Hey, thank you so much for everything you've blessed us. You got you've been great to us. Just keep us healthy and happy." Okay, just health. That's their wish list. Yeah, I think that's every healthy. team's wish list, technically. Yeah. I mean, yes, but in but for them especially, like just they have a very good core. Keep them healthy. Okay, I'm going to say offensive lineman. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you want to protect Joe Burrow more than anything else. So this team needs to work on their offensive line. They have a really good defense, good running backs, good receivers, great quarterback. Obviously, the coaching's working. They went to the Super Bowl last year, and now they're back as a top seed. So keep protecting Joe Burrow because he's worth protecting. Uh, Cleveland Browns. They need a lot, bro. <laughs> they uh, they they need a priest to. Uh, okay, can you not? Can we do one non like religious one? You just copied my Buffalo Bills God grace and used it for the Bengals and used it for the Browns. I was just gonna say they need my God goodness to, God to forgive. No, that was health. I need. They need God to forgive. You said, them for the, you their said sins. the you said the Bengals need to pray to God and bless them with their. Health. I was sure. just saying he's a third straight God bless. They need reason. to be. They need to like basically be forgiven for their sins signing to sean watson they have bad omen maybe they need to get like a voodoo doll and like get a witch doctor to get all this like bad stuff and bad juju out of the system but you know what the cool watson, kids say these days george they need that? jesus they need jesus yeah i mean yeah they need jesus i like that yeah there's no other answer for this one because it's deshaun watson yeah world. exactly <laughs> uh i'll answer this one the denver broncos they need a Get rid of Russell Wilson. <laughs> Sammy, the Broncos, they need less Jesus. I think yeah. I think Russell Wilson has been trying to rely on God's grace too long. Maybe you should go back to practicing throwing the football. Less Russell Wilson. Yeah, and less Russell. All right, I like that. And a coach. Houston Texans also need a coach, but honestly, what they fucking need is to hit the right quarterback in the draft. That's their wish list. Yeah, Pretty quarterback, simple. quarterback, 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 quarterback. And a coach. Yeah. On the side. Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> also need a fucking quarterback and a coach, potentially. Uh, they they need to stay away from temptations of going after old quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. A better way to put that is, as a wish list for the Colts, do not go trade for Derek Carr. Oh, he's going to be a perfect Colt next season. 
Just don't go trade for Derek Carr. He wouldn't do it. He's, he has a no-trade clause, so he gets to technically pick where he ends up. I don't think he would do that after watching the last four years of them collapsing every time True. they brought in a new quarterback. Um, I, I, really, for them, I think it's stay away from just getting a random quarterback. Okay. That's their wish list. Because they, they need to rebuild, obviously. Completely. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Weapons. They need to ask for weapons, uh, especially at the wide receiver position. They're on the right track, but now they need to go get like a big time target, which by the way, you know, they are the Jaguars are now seven and two since trading for Calvin Ridley. And he hasn't played a game yet. Yeah, I don't think they need weapons. Don't they have Christian Kirk and uh uh Zay Jones and now Calvin Ridley for next year? Yeah, but don't you feel like those are all like really, really, really good number two receivers? Not when you have all three of them. Calvin Ridley's very good. Yeah. So is Zay Jones. I mean, like, what are they going to do? Sign up to have the like, uh, their sixth receiver? No, but like, how about, De- I mean, DeAndre Hopkins wants out of Arizona. Wouldn't he be like a perfect, like, final weapon? I mean, he would be a perfect weapon for any team. Though. Right. That's what I mean. But like, that would be just something to put them over the top. So, okay. Like, so you're, you're saying the wish list is to make a splash in free agency of yeah, some sort? It's for a weapon. Yeah. I, I could see they need a, a splash. I, I feel like it would be a good way to put this wish list because they kind of have everything set up the way they need the organization, the their their coaching staff, quarterback. They have running backs. They got receivers. They have an okay defense. But I, I do agree with you that they could use a splash in some way, whether that's making a big free agency signing uh, on the offensive line or making a you know big safety signing or a big trade. They could use a splash, especially for Jacksonville. I feel like Jacksonville has had their kind of couple randomly good years in the AFC championships right. with Blake board, but they they've never made a splash. No, never like in drafting Trevor Lawrence doesn't count as a splash because he is, he was drafted. Right. You know, but like mm-hmm. I, I'll go with you on that. They need a splash, bro. All right. Fair. Uh, Kansas city chiefs. Huh? They make a splash too. They're very good, but it doesn't hurt to give. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Just keep getting him more weapons. This 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 is like the uh, hedge fund kid asking for something for Christmas. He already has everything, but like if he has to ask for something, I guess just another sports car. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. They their wish list is that Eric Bieniemy never leaves okay. as an assistant. So when Andy Reid is ready to retire, uh, maybe Bieniemy will also get his opportunity and have and like the, the team will kind of stay the same. Patrick Mahomes will have his offensive guy for the next 10 years as well. That's my wish list. If I was a charter, if I was a chief, fan. Okay. I'm not okay. next up is the Los Angeles chargers. Huh? That's a good one. They have, there's his luck. They need the wish list is to have some luck on the health and on field goals. And everything moving forward. Okay, that's fair. That one of the most unlucky franchises needs some luck. I'll take that with you there. <laughs> they they almost lost half the roster this year, and somehow finally, like they kind of got healthy again. But like the most unlucky franchise possible, so they need health. Miami Dolphins. Oh, <sighs> okay. Well, I, for me, their wish list is that Tua can stay healthy. And be the franchise quarterback. Because if he's not, they have a really big issue. They have a lot of weapons. They have a lot of money spent. And no quarterback is going to be a serious problem. Yeah. So they need Tua to work out. I know. The problem is, like, I'm worried for him because he's had three concussions in one year. Usually they say three or four, your career is over. Like, he might be one concussion away from his career being over, which is really scary. I mean, that wasn't an answer. No, I know. I'm. I know. I'm agree. I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you. That's what they need. They need Tua to stay healthy. I guess. I just feel bad for him in general. Like he's had some really horrible luck this season. He surely has, unfortunately. Um, New England Patriots, and I'm going to answer this one quickly. Is the wish list is DeAndre Hopkins? I'll tell you why. Because first of all, Bill Belichick's obsessed with him. You saw that before a game. He's never spoken so highly of a wide receiver before that Arizona Cardinals game. He told him on the field, like, you're the the greatest to do it. You're the best at this. Maybe if they can make a splash for someone like DeAndre Hopkins, maybe the Patriots will get, like, a one more ride with Tom Brady. So I'm going to say DeAndre Hopkins is their wish list. Very random, but 
That's what their wish list is. All right. I think it's offensive coordinator. Um, they need to find a way to get some like spunk back into this franchise and not have such a stale offense. They need an offensive coordinator, and Bill Belichick needs to trust that offensive coordinator. Yeah, stop hiring your friends that are defensive coordinators to be offensive coordinators. Exactly. <laughs> the New York Jets. Quarterback. Whether yeah, that's Zach Wilson becoming somehow a good quarterback or go, just they need a quarterback. I was going to say their wish list is to find some stability, and that could be in all aspects. Quarterback, they fired their offensive coordinator, even though their offense was kind of fine for how much of a shit show the quarterback room was with right. Joe Flacco, Mike White, and Zach Wilson all rotating throughout the year. So they they need to just find some stability in that franchise because it's been well, they haven't they, they haven't had stability and when, even when they were okay with Zach, uh, Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez like it's been twenty years of like no stability maybe more so it's like yeah. if I'm a fan of that team I'm just like I'm just wishing for some stability even if we don't win Super Bowls like maybe just like a ten year run with like a decent quarterback and decent coach you know like. Even if you're not winning Super Bowls, like just something that's like not a shit show. Agreed, there, man. Yeah, that that franchise. I mean, ever since I've been watching football, hasn't really got it together. So, yeah, never have. <laughs> no, uh, since Joe Namath, they probably haven't had it together. Uh, Oakland Raiders, aka Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry. Well, now they need a quarterback since they say they're getting rid of Derek Carr. So pretty simple. But their wish list is Tom Brady. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to say Tom Brady, too. It's obvious that's what they're going for, right? I mean, like, Derek Carr had a farewell message today. Um, Like, obviously, he's gone. So yeah. Tom Brady's the answer? Because otherwise, if, if you don't get somebody like Tom Brady, you know who's going to ask out for a trade also? Devontae Adams. Exactly. So you need to splash a quarterback or welcome to the rebuild, rebuild. Like, you thought it was a rebuild a couple of years ago. Like, we're talking, like, blow it up, rebuild. Absolutely. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, I don't know if this is fair, but experience. Just like, just get more experience. Is that a fair answer? Or is that just a really big cop-out answer? It's a cop-out, but I'll take it because it's okay. true. Uh, I get, No, my, my wish list is uh, that Kenny Pickett works out. That's okay. it. Because... They went nine and eight. Somehow, some fucking how Mike Tomlin still hasn't had a losing season. I don't know how I'm he does unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. <laughs> I know they didn't make the playoffs, but it's unbelievable they didn't have a losing season this year. Um, if Kenny Pickett is even okay in this league, the Steelers are all of a sudden going to be a team that you're going to see deep in a playoff run again because of Mike Tomlin. Absolutely. So, Tennessee Titans. I'd say maybe a fresh start. They really need to go get a new quarterback. That's what I mean by fresh start. But like Tannehill's not a problem by any means, but he's also not the solution long term by any means. So a fresh start at quarterback. Um, yeah, I was gonna say a rebuild also, because whatever they're doing works enough, but not enough. Right. Right. It's not the coach. Like I, when I rebuild, we all agree on their coach and Derrick Henry. But everything else maybe needs like some tweaking. I have a feeling within the next year or two, Derrick Henry will not be in Tennessee, and nor will Mike Vrabel. Um, by just, choice of yeah, the team, by or by okay, no, by by the guys. Like I think like Vrabel will go take a job with the Saints or with the Broncos type of thing, right? Can like, I throw so, one name out there? What Aaron Rodgers for the Titans job? Yeah. Not head coaching job though. I know, good for the quarterback job. Yeah, for the quarterback job. He w the receivers are so bad right now there though. But then they go sign someone. Would that work? Do you think? Like, I mean, I don't know when we get if he's gonna stay in Green Bay or retire. Or what? But don't you see him like kind of in a Titans uniform? It kind of makes sense. Nashville, him, like it kind of makes sense. Yeah, he'll be drinking some whiskey on the weekends, like at the local bars. Yeah, I can see it. You okay, can make that your wish list. Uh, yeah, it's it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers to the Tennessee Titans. Well, he would. You can get one receiver in the offseason, right? You have Mike Rabel as a head coach, which him and Aaron Rodgers will get along because he's a former NFL player, and Rodgers will actually have mutual respect with him. 
Derrick Henry at running back. Pick up one receiver in the offseason. I mean, go trade for Devontae Adams. Bring him back with Rod or DeAndre Hopkins. Or I, feel DeAndre like DeAndre, Hopkins. I feel like DeAndre Hopkins has been traded to five teams during this first segment. <laughs> okay, George, we got this. Here's the future. Okay, we're, we're going to cut this one out. Here's the future. Right. Tennessee Titans next year are going to have DeAndre Hopkins trade at receiver. That's why they got rid of A.J. Brown. They knew it was happening all along. They're going to okay. get DeAndre Hopkins with Aaron Rodgers, and Mike Fabrell is going to stay as the coach, Derrick Henry at the running back, and this team's all of a sudden going to be a top-two team in the AFC all over again. All right. I, I actually really like that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in Nashville. I like it. Nashville, Tennessee. Drinking whiskey on the weekends. You like that? Cool. I, I love it a lot. All right. To the NFC. Here we go. Um, where we reside right now in Phoenix, Arizona, we have one of the most dysfunctional teams with a fucked up situation, firing their GM and their head coach in a crybaby quarterback. We have the Arizona Cardinals. So there's a lot going on on this one. Um, can their wish list is that they break Kyler Murray's Xbox? I mean, would that even maybe a solution? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe no more Halo. Halo gets, gets discontinued. Or is it Call know. of Duty? I don't know what game he plays. I just don't know if he has a chance. Sean Payton votes their wish list. That's their wish list. I'm not saying he's going there, but that is what I think the wish list I is. could agree with that because then maybe you get DeAndre Hopkins to stay because a good head coach comes and he talks to him, tells him about what he's going to do. Yeah. They need a... Their wish list is just... the what they're doing, to be honest, a refresh from the top to bottom. I know yeah. Steve Kime has been there since like 2000. Like, obviously you're not going to win a Super Bowl with him as the GM. Like, nope. He's not building the perfectly right rosters. He's done. A, honestly, he's done a pretty decent job, but they've competed a lot year in and year out, but it's just not at the best roster in football. So they just, they need a complete refresh and that's what's happening on their wish list. Um, they, I can't believe they signed Kime and, Kingsbury to till twenty twenty seven last year and then fired him this year. I know. I don't know who the hell makes these. Well, I do. The owner. Michael Bildwell. <laughs> but, but like, but like, he's like, you know what? Sign him to twenty twenty seven. You know what? Six months later, changed my mind. Yeah, don't like him anymore. Atlanta Falcons. Court. I mean, a lot of these are going to be quarterback. That's fine. Quarterback. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> By uh, the way, the NFC is going to be a lot more quarterback yeah. than the AFC was. Okay, Carolina Panthers. Quarterback. <laughs> no, I'm going to say culture. <laughs> quarterback. No, because we know what they're going to do. They're going to go Sam Darnold next year, and it's going to be a disaster. Then it's going to be time for a quarterback. All right. But you know what? Fuck it. Quarterback. You're right. Okay. I knew. Chicago Bears. Yeah. Figure out if it is a quarterback or not, because I still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Their wish list is to get blown away by an offer for the first pick of a draft. The 100% actually that is their wish list. Uh, yeah. Or get, yeah. Because I don't think they want the first. I mean, they don't want to get a quarterback. They, I think they just want to be blown away by the first pick. Like they want to be blown away by the first pick or a trade offer for the first Trade pick. offer for the first pick. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they're looking for the San Francisco Trey Lance deal. Like they're looking for like, give me three first round picks for this number one pick and you get the quarterback of your choice. Exactly. Um. That's what I think too. Dallas Cowboys. I'll tell you what their wish list is right now. If okay, you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, is beat Tom Brady for the first time. That's it. Because this team has never beat Tom Brady. And this might be the last time they ever faced Tom Brady for all we know. And it's in the playoffs. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, the only thing on your mind right now is please finally, in these last 20 years, beat Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, I think their wish list is just, yeah, like he's, just win. Just somehow win again. Like that organization won so much 30 years ago and hasn't won since. Like I think they're just itching to win. Plain and simple. I mean, you can say that about every organization. I know, I know, but them especially. Like, what would you do with them? I mean, they have a good defense. They have a quarterback, but that's not the great. I don't know what they want. That's why the answer is just win this weekend. <laughs> but they won't be happy with that. They want to win one game if they lose Correct. next round. Jerry Jones will but never. We don't be know happy. if they'll lose next round. So my my thing right now, as a Cowboys fan, if I was a Cowboys fan, what I'm not really concerned about the offseason yet. What I'm concerned about right now is go win this weekend. If okay. you're a playoff team, most of these playoff teams, their hopes and dreams. That's why with Buffalo, even I was like, win a Super Bowl or Cincinnati. It's like just 
protect each other. Like with, if you're in the playoffs right now and you have a shot, I feel like the last thing you're on your wish list is like, what am I going to do in the off season? Because teams like the Cowboys actually do have a chance at a Super Bowl this year. I'm not saying they're a favorite, but they're somewhere in the top five or six, seven favorite teams to win the yeah, Super Bowl. They, they have a puncher's chance. Exactly. Uh, Detroit Lions. Hmm. Uh, my wish list is keep the magic rolling. They, this is the first time in a long time I feel like there is a Lions team that's just that was rolling in this right direction with the right culture. As much as I thought Dan Campbell was not the guy, now he kind of is the guy again. Right. And it's somehow the players. Maybe he's not the best X's and O coach. Why is which is why it took so long to work right. out and why they blew a lot of games. But obviously, no matter what it is, they bought in, and I think that was a given, proven fact when they had nothing to play for other than play spoiler for green Bay. And they came out and beat green Bay in green Bay after only winning there three times in 30 years. Um, they bought into Dan Campbell. So I'm going to just say, keep the momentum rolling is all they can wish for. Cause if they do that team could be a nine, 10 win team next year. Yeah. Mine is uh find a way to stop the run. Get a, get they fired their defensive coordinator. I think already like find a way to stop the run. Yeah, that's fair. I guess green Bay Packers. <laughs> Clarity. Yeah, like I was gonna say, like what the fuck's Aaron Rodgers doing? Like, like clarity, just clarity. Like he's turning into Brett Favre once a retire every offseason event. Eventually they got tired of his shtick and they're not tired of Aaron's shtick yet, but they could be. And then like he missed the Pat McAfee show last week and I suppose he's coming on this week and there'll be some big Aaron Rodgers news. And it's probably gonna be I'm coming back. He he's likes to make like, him sweat. No, he's gonna be like, I'm going to Aruba for the summer. Okay. Sounds good, Aaron. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting us know. So Aaron. they want some clarity. Yeah, I agree. They want to know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, pretty much. Yeah. Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> clarity. <laughs> like yeah, Sean what McVay. Oh, my retire also. Um, you know, it's time for my career maybe to come to an end. Like, bro, you're 35 years old. Just yeah, like when he said the other day, like there's new reports that he doesn't want to go through a rebuild. Like, okay, dude. Yeah, he's gonna leave a bad taste in a lot of football teams in like organization's mouth if he does like retire because of a rebuild because come on man like you've been the head coach for like five years <laughs> exactly like chill out yeah like yeah i don't like that about him personally that's just i'm not like yeah uh, i don't like this either yeah that, that's, that's all i'm gonna say i don't like it about him minnesota vikings huh mine is honestly i think i use this for somebody else like like they're just hoping for some good luck. Who was it that I said that with? Somebody else. Yeah, someone else. But uh, wait, I'm trying to remember who is the team. Oh, the, uh, the Chargers. The Chargers. They're in the playoffs, but they're so known for that botched field goal, even though, like, man, you mm -hmm. maybe actually should have won that game or like that just somebody trips the wrong way and the ball ends up in the wrong hand. That's how they lose. That happens so much to the Vikings and Chargers. If you're a fan of both those teams and you guys have a puncher's chance, a little bit of a puncher's chance to win the Super Bowl this year, or at least make a Super Bowl, all you're hoping for is that, like, please don't give us one of those disastrous moments that we're going to think about for the next five years. Okay, I like that. Yeah, luck. I love it. Yeah, some luck for this playoffs because their team's pretty good, man. But, I mean, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, but they're pretty good. New Orleans Saints. Mm, they want Sean Payton back. Yeah, seriously. Honestly, what their goal is a kind of like you said for the Bears is a great trade package for Sean Payton. Or Sean Payton back. Yeah, but he's not gonna go back. I it's don't like think so. It's become a pretty known thing, I feel like, at this point. But they yeah. do get they do have his rights. So True. they do get a trade package for Sean Payton. Uh so it'd be interesting to see what they get. That's yeah, what they're I, hoping for. Or okay, hope for like a new that. coach that's not an asshole and benches Jameis Winston for no reason. Seriously, Andy Dalton, motherfuckers. That's so stupid. New York Giants. Okay, I know I know, I have an answer. Give me it. Derek Carr. Now, I actually think if they can make it this far of Daniel Jones, a great piece because they have wide receivers. They had a great core. They spent no, no, a lot they, of money. That's a problem. They have no wide receivers at all. Bro. Name one of the wide receivers. Galladay, uh, he didn't like he had like two catches this year. He yeah, because play. because he 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 had like a issue with the organization and yeah, shit. And I think all these receivers have an issue with 
I think the way Daniel Jones throws the football. No, they want they're keep they're getting re-signed Daniel Jones. They him and uh Dable like each other a lot. I think they need some weapons. Like like I wonder who they're re- No, I, I think they'll stay far, far away from I mean, They have Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. They just got hurt. They had Kenny Galladay and Isaiah Hodges. They actually have some decent wide receivers when they're healthy. Just letting you know. All right. I mean, who's their leading receiver Slayton this year at 700 yards? I mean, that's, in general, that's not a good receiving core. In general. I'm just saying. It's better than some people have. It's better than Green Bay's. Maybe. They had Sterling Shepard um, on the IR, and Slayton missed some games, and they have Hodges. And, you know, you pick up one more piece. If Galladay, like, shows up again this year and has a good quarterback... I'm just saying it could work out. I feel like they could use a better quarterback person. I feel like this is exactly somewhere where Derek Carr would say yes because he has a no trade clause. And I think the organization would say yes as well. That's my personal opinion. All right. I I think they're going to ride with Daniel Jones. He's been really good this year, but I mean, they could also not for 12 yards this weekend in the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I think actually he's been okay this year. I feel bad for Daniel Jones. People don't like Daniel Jones for some reason. He's not very good. Yeah, it's not, not very good. It's not bad. It's not, not very good. So I don't know. I agree with that. You, you have no answer then. What was your answer? Weapons? Uh, I was going to say cheap contract for Daniel Jones. Cheap one. He's a free agent. Answer to this Snoozer. Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Damn, that's a stacked roster. Wow. Yeah, this one, I don't, I don't know what they... I guess... Um, Health on the offensive line. I mean, ever, ever, ever since their best offensive linemen went out, they've been not running the ball as well and not playing as good. I and mean, Jalen Hurts got hurt. No so stay healthy because yeah. if you stay healthy, you have a chance to win the Super Bowl or yeah. two. Yeah, basically that's, that's it. Rock, that's all you can really say about stuff. them. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I'll say it. One quarterback stay healthy. Yeah, or get a lot of stuff for Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo somehow. Or or get stuff for Brock Purdy if you think it's just like because of your offense. Trade him. <laughs> Maybe somebody will think he's good. Right. Yeah. There's no way he's as good as he's looked. It's got to be the offense because every quarterback in this offense has looked good. I know. I know. But if I don't know. I can't answer that one. Our hometown, Seattle Seahawks. Hmm. Get Geno for a nice, comfortable price. Yeah, I like that. Get... Get Gino uh, to sign a very, very team-friendly deal. Yes. Like no more than 12 to 15 million a year. Yeah, I like that. Well, I mean, even if it gets up to 20, as long as he's in the bottom, fifth, like from between the 12th to 15th highest paid quarterback, not in the top 10. On like a two-year deal. not like On a, a two-year deal. Oh, yeah, two-year deal. That's what they're wishless. With a team option for a third. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's this, I think, simple as let's... Let's have a magical run and for the last year with Tom Brady. Like, yeah, let's just see it. if we can make a magical run right now. Let's That's make it. this a happy divorce. Yeah. Like, at least maybe make win a game or two in the playoffs. Make it like a – let's not make this like a loss to the Cowboys at home uh, by 10. And then it's like – it's it's really over, you know? Exactly. Something like that. Oh, yeah, something nice like that. And last but not least, the Washington Commanders is the name. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I was about to say football teams. I was about to say Redskins. I, was, I, was, I forgot their name. The Commanders. Keep the Carson Wentz away, or maybe a new name. <laughs> Again, <laughs> go back to the Washington football team. Way cooler name. That should yeah. be their wish list. Yeah, or another rebrand, George, because it didn't work out again. Yeah, like this is save that. Let's go rebrand again. Washington should just go through a rebrand every year they don't make the playoffs. Should rebrand forever every year, find a different name. It's kind of a cool thing, actually. New jerseys, yeah. new, new apparel. I like Not it. Everyone, people would have to buy it. Rebrand again. All right. Well, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, we got to make this topic quick, George. I'll make it very quick. We'll just talk about Odell really quick. Uh, Odell Beckham obviously was. Kicked off a plane recently. And for those that are listening on the podcast, if you go to our YouTube, you can go to the full podcast section here at like the 55 minute mark and you'll see the video on the screen. Um, 
He was kicked off a plane, but the body cam came out today for the first time. And I think this was like, what, two weeks ago, George? Oh, it says it on the top, actually. Um, oh, it was on November 27th. November 27th, yeah. So, like six weeks ago. Uh, he got kicked off. The cops seemed to say that he seemed fine, but the reports were saying that he had his pants off before the cops came and he wouldn't put on a seatbelt and all these different things. I just want to know, where do you stand on all this? Okay, I, I've been thinking about it deeply, so deeply, man. Um, I think Odell was wrong. I think the stewardess were also wrong. I think the only people who got it right were actually the police officer. They said it was a fire department. Uh, rewatching that video is that Odell probably didn't do anything too, too, too bad, but he could have easily diffused this whole situation, not made it a fucking media frenzy by just saying, Oh, cause at the end, like if you put on, we need him to put on a seatbelt. He won't put on a seatbelt. Like just put it on and let's get this plane moving. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have to be this big of a diva. Like I, maybe he didn't do anything wrong at the beginning, but if I was not doing so, something wrong and then someone's just like, all right, we, everyone's going to have to get off. The, I'll just put on my seatbelt and get this whole situation over with. So I don't actually think Odell was that wrong. I think if I was to rank the wrongness, it would be the uh, flight attendants, number one, wrong. Odell, number two, wrong. And then the police or fire, number three, wrong. But he could have diffused the situation. Well, the fire, the fire department, whatever police have nothing to do with it, really. Right, but I mean, there's all the three people involved, so they're the ones. No, I know, not. but they have nothing to do with it because, like, they just were told to come. They're like, "Yeah, he's fine." And then it's really between the the, the flight attendants and Odell. Um, I, I'm going to stay on Odell's side for a second because I know myself. I know people like you too, George. We could be hotheads if we're being treated wrongly. I've seen it with my own eyes from both of us. If someone's treating you very wrong, if you were going to get kicked off of a plane for doing nothing, you might be pissed. Um, I would be very pissed. Exactly. So I feel like he was trying to make a point, but I will go on. I'll, I will end it with what you said as well. At the end of the day, maybe I would have made a point for like 10 minutes. And then they're like, we're going to deboard this plane if you don't just put on your seatbelt. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it on. But I want to let you all know, fuck you. <laughs> or I just tell you all, I'm not, I just know I'm not happy with it. Uh, honestly, it's like one of those things like maybe Odell wasn't completely in the wrong, but he definitely wasn't in the right either. Yeah. And you can read on the screen with the subtitles like they just he just came. They're saying he just came back from the club. So he must have been hammered, which yeah, also puts was. him a little bit in the wrong because you can't make the right decision when you're that drunk and you're a public figure. I'm not saying it's wrong to go on a plane when you're drunk. I've done it. I've also made stupid decisions. But it is a stupid decision to go on a plane like right after being at the club in Miami. Probably it looks like it's daytime now. Yeah, so, he probably was at liver space and came straight. It's 9 a.m., I think. So it's like he's still hammered, not listening. So he probably has some wrong there. But at the end of the day, it seems like he was kind of getting kicked off for mm -hmm. not that big of a reason. Uh, and it was for the seatbelt. And I feel like if there's probably there probably could have been an easier way to deflate the situation, but he it seems like maybe the flight attendants were bitches to him, so he was like trying to be a dick back when he would. All right, here, especially. here's a good question for you. Let's just say Odell did come straight from the club right to the airplane, which is what they're saying he did. Do you think? I mean, it's better to go straight from the club hammered, right, and come after the next day hungover. I'd rather I'd rather fly and go through security hammered than fly through security. And well, for through him, security. sure, but it doesn't make it better for the situation. No, I'm <laughs> saying for yourself, would you rather go yeah, in? Obviously, that's the easy yeah. answer. Yeah. Everyone I mean, knows that. There's a reason people drink on international flights. Yeah. So they're not, they're not trying to undrink on international flights. Yeah. So, yeah, Odell, I, I actually kind of like to move coming straight from the club to the airplane. I'm going to actually defend him on that part. Okay, sure, but that was the exact reason why this all happened. So, right, absolutely. So it was actually a stupid decision. Like I said, we all make stupid decisions. I've made stupid decisions. doesn't mean they're right. Sure. Yeah, fair, That's how you have fair. to look at life sometimes. Got to be logical here, George. He's obviously, it was obviously a stupid decision by him. But it is what it is. Seems like everyone involved was kind of being dicks, including the flight attendants and him. So... Next time, just fly private if you have that money. Because he said after that, that guy was walking by, he was like, whatever fat ass, I'm going to fly private now. Like, well, you go eat your chicken burger. Yeah, your cheese board. 
cheese board. But he had a point because the guy was being a dick to him too. But the, ever, see, my point is everyone involved is being a dick. That's why yeah, I'm really yeah. not blaming anybody. Everyone was being wrong. I, I think everyone was wrong here. Yeah, okay, everyone's in the wrong. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, quickly, let's do a "Am I the Asshole?" segment, George. Um, early next week, we will be back for sports talking after the NFL weekend. Just an FYI to everybody, but. Let's get on to an Am I the Asshole because we have one more pod to do after this. And those who like Seattle sports, make sure you check out the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. Um, we'll be talking the Seahawks. Um, man, this is a long one. George, I was, I was thinking about doing one, but now now this one's a long one. I'm going to see if All there's right. a better, better length. Okay. <clears throat> Am I the Asshole for refusing to see my parents' new baby as my sibling. I'm a 17-year-old female. I'm the second youngest, if you don't count this new baby. My siblings are 29, 25, 20, and 15. My parents are still together to decide to see other people. Interesting start. My mother started dating someone, but only lasted a few months, and we only met him once. My dad started dating Kayla, 23 years old, a year ago, and she recently moved in. My mother and dad absolutely love Kayla, and so do my siblings, apart from my eldest siblings, who's indifferent. This is very odd, George. Yeah, it's not. My parents have always wanted me and Kayla to bond in a way that we don't have. She does with my youngest sibling, but she doesn't attempt with me, thankfully. Like one time I overheard my mom saying she wishes I'd call Kayla mom. And Kayla actually said that I shouldn't. Whenever mom and dad push me, push Kayla to bond with me, she actually takes a step back. She's okay, but she's not family. She recently told us she got pregnant. I was talking to my friends. They asked if I was excited to see a new baby sibling. And I said, this baby isn't my sibling. As soon as I move out, I won't have a thing to do with Kayla or the baby. Kayla overheard because she started crying about how while she doesn't want to be my mom, her baby is my sibling. And she doesn't, and she does so much for me. She gives me an allowance. My parents don't, which is 60 euro a week. Drives me to my after school activities and tidies my room. I said, I never asked for any of that. That, at minimum, she's acting as a step-parent, and she's always the one saying I'm not obligated to see her as family. My dad overheard and said I can't resent an unborn child. Him and mom have been acting as normal, but things are weird, and Kayla won't drive me to see my friends anymore. Am I the asshole? I don't know if you're the asshole. I just you know your family needs some counseling. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I have zero idea what the hell is going on with this family. Let's start with this. No, the kid, the, this kid, you're not the asshole. Well, I mean, I mean, yep. If it's your sibling, it is your sibling. I don't know. Half sibling, first of all. Okay. There's a lot going on here. We got to start with the fact that they're, her dad's dating a 23 year old and moved it into the house that well, he shares. There's his, still that wife? he shares. What, you not, did you not listen to anything? No, I did. But with his still wife, like it makes no sense to me. I said with his wife and children. And knocking her, and knocking, and knocking her up, and acting like all this is normal and this should just be accepted, even though the mom's fine with it. It's not like they're setting the greatest example for these kids. I was gonna say As a this platonic kid, relationship, obviously. I, I this kid has. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but like very, very tough, tough upbringing. So it's gonna be hard. You got um, what do they say? Uphill battle to be to be normal in life after going through all this uphill battle. I'm not saying you can't do it, but it's an uphill battle. My issue is now there's a lot of people, your kids are really older and you're one of those like 60 year old rich dudes that dates a 23 year old. My issue here is this dad has a 29 year old, a 25 year old, a 20 year old, a 17 year old and a 15 year old. He has two children older than this lady and three children about her age in the house. And he moved her in with her wife and knocked her up. That's it is a weird ass situation. You are not the asshole. If I was 17 and this type of shit was happening to me, I'd be absolutely lost, George. I'd be lost. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not the asshole, though. No, no, 110%. But I just feel bad. Everyone around you is setting you up for failure. So yeah. I have two suggestions one, counseling. Needed. Two, Let's get some cameras in this house. Let's get some like reality TV because this seems like a great, a great like show to go along with like 90 Day Fiance and 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 keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, I love it. 
I mean, unless these guys, they could also be like, well, no, not Mormon because they can't have sex before marriage. Amish, no. I don't know, man. I don't know if this is like a religious thing with like the extra like, people living in. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. It's a very odd situation. <laughs> not the asshole, though, but everything's kind of weird. But but also, you'll regret it in the future if, if this is your half-sibling, at least in like have this half-sibling be part of the family. It's not the sibling's fault that's either to be honest the new baby that's coming into this world it's not their fault either absolutely that's how i feel all right that's all we got you love it on to the next one happy uh thursday my friend and uh we'll be back next time as always what do we like to tell the people hey thank y'all for stopping by peace